Colorado duo taking taking the helm today for Bossman Joe on the Friday edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. This ninth day of July, twenty twenty one. Summer is upon us. Duh. Thanks for joining us. This is Brian joining Jason? Patriot Trader Group getting you the most gold and silver, adding heft to your portfolio for twenty five years. Our toll free number eight hundred nine five one. 0592 Patriots website. You know it. Allamericangold.com. Hope everyone's had a good week so far. Hopefully a short week for a lot of people, but a uh, weekend ahead of us. This is your co-host Brian joining Jason. Uh, kind of last minute, Jason, but that's what we do sometimes, yeah? Yeah, Joe's been sick since the weekend. Kind of fighting it back and forth. Uh, it felt a little better Tuesday, Wednesday. Felt way worse yesterday and today. Uh, so he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna check out today and and uh, take the weekend off and see how he feels by Monday, and uh, well that's what we do and I, and Brian I was it's it's interesting I uh, this last year was such a blur and I'm talking let's say June May June of 2020 to to, to today this last year I, I didn't realize was such a blur at least for me here at the radio station uh, 1360 KHC because. When Eric got sick, and uh, before him, Joe got sick last year, and Eric hung on a little longer, did some shows with us, uh, helped, helped with the Patriot Trading uh, News Hour for a little while longer, and Joe was, Joe was in the hospital sooner. I forgot, Brian, and, and you, you see, let's see if you could jog your memory. Was I doing two shows a day for three to four weeks last year? Do I, am I remembering that right? Because my mom was uh, here. She, she, uh, my mom uh, does does work here at the radio station. She was reminding me that I was doing two shows a day. She said my voice was giving out trying to, uh, to, to to run the radio station, run the gold and silver business, and do two shows. Do, do you at remember least, any of that? At, at least two a day, but I was double-timing in my own way, so that's a – faint memory i'm having a hard time remembering <laughs> it's, just, it's a blur isn't it because <laughs> yeah. you you still had your old gig last year at that time right right and then we had glenn biddle that was still around i think he came in and alleviated the afternoon show a little bit and we just we just made it work as best we could and uh we still had wendy working over there and she was trying to uh towards the end of joe's illness it was starting to get us some specials and sell some gold because uh, i mean gold was running uh, at that point coronavirus was you know, was was uh, scaring everybody to death, and everybody was freaked out. Last June and July, it was a few months in, and we just kept uh, plowing forward with all of that those difficulties. So Joe, Joe being sick this week, it kind of kind of gave me a little you know a reminder of what we did last year. Stirs those memories, yeah, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> one year, he yeah, really, that's just one year. A, one year I think ago, a blur is a good way to put it. Yeah, blur. I, uh, I, I do the one. We do the one show on at three o'clock here, uh, uh, local Colorado time, the uh, Colorado Front Range News Hour, uh, and and uh, and we run the radio station. Brian's been coming in more. He's been helping with the technical side of things, uh, working a lot of extra hours just over the last week or two. Sometimes uh, it doesn't show, Jason. I'm spending more time, and it seems like things are going sideways well, more. Can you, so, can you imagine that's a, if that's a sign? Can you imagine, Brian, if we didn't have you fixing things that I have no ability to fix? <laughs> I mean, I have ability. But I say no ability, meaning I've got all my other brush fires to put out. I, I, I can't put out yours, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and it was yesterday was definitely the hand of God for Jim, our engineer, to be there when I wasn't there. And, and something that I couldn't remotely touch went sideways. So, yeah, we, good, good Lord above is, is keeping his eye out on, on keeping different things going for us. So. And uh, thanks for all your listeners, your prayers, and uh, your prayers for Joe. Might as well uh, kick those back in 
uh, till Joe get, gets in the clear of whatever whatever he's dealing with. That's that's exactly right. So if you are a gold and silver listener, a gold and silver buyer, the phone number that you hear every day, multiple times a day, that is how we do business with you to start. You call the number 800-951-0592. That number again is 800-951-0592. We're working currently on getting a special on the air, so we'll produce that as soon as that's, uh, it's available if we get one. But other than that, well, we got a few things to talk about uh, coming to the next segment. But uh, it looks like Brian pulled up a couple stories on uh, possible housing bubble number two, uh, then something about millions of low-paying jobs becoming available and uh, what that means. Uh, but I'd like to say, Brian, uh, for those in Arizona that are listening, uh, if you don't listen to the uh, 3 o'clock show, we have some pretty decent shows that Brian and I do. Uh, yesterday, Fridays, huh? Yeah, well <laughs> – and yesterday was a bad day for me and Brian, uh, like I said, getting a lot of other things done around the radio station. So we, we, we go to some go-to material. Sometimes we'll just run some uh, pre-recorded materials from other guys that say the same thing as we say. And uh, we had this guy, Peter Joseph. He did these uh, Zeitgeist documentaries about 13, 14 years ago. And, uh, Brian, I, th- I have to say uh, that that material is strong. We did uh, Zeitgeist Addendum, which was the second documentary in 2008. And he just goes over the bare bones uh, facts of the Federal Reserve System, fractional reserve lending, uh, um, uh, money mechanics, the, uh, the the book that was put out to, to talk to ha- uh, banks about how this system is run. And then we played a little bit of John Perkins, the uh, economic hitman, about uh, how this how this system uh, infects the rest of the world and how these guys uh, are, are sinking their hands into every single kind of asset and, and country out there. And if you're not playing in the system, uh, it's not so good for you, right? No, that's right, Jason, and, and I, uh, I I really like what I, I hear a number of hosts talking about, and that is coming up with parallel systems from the bottom up because things at the top are rotten, and the illusion that we're going to be able to change this from the top, well, if if, if God decides that's how it's going to happen, fine, but uh, with with the way most people are seeing it, we got we got to take parallel, set up parallel systems, and uh, gold and silver is one of those key ways uh, that financially you can get yourself uh, out of the way when the when the boot comes stomping down and we're the little ants screwing around just trying to get from day to day. It's interesting you said that too, Brian. I just was talking to another new show host who just signed up to do a show uh, three o'clock on Sunday. Victor. Victor was just saying the same thing in my office as I was signing him up for the show. Uh, he's going to start on the eighteenth on Sunday, uh, two Sundays. He's like, yeah, you know, the, the only way to really fix this thing is to get get organized from the, from the bottom up and uh, get yep. some, get 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 that get this going from here. And uh, yeah, yeah, I I think it shows what's going on. We'll we'll talk more about that stuff when we get back. Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday, Jack Daniels Friday, Jim Beam Friday, whatever your preference is. Maybe it's just Tahibo tea or some other healthy uh, <laughs> a drink for Friday. Uh, we'll raise our glasses to you and, and, and appreciate the, today's Friday together. Uh, we just heard news over our pretty lame news service that our dictator governor uh, said the emergency is over. Yay. Funny thing is, I can't tell any difference up here, and I'm uh, hoping that you Arizonans are, are, are similar that, uh, you know, what, what emergency? Uh, but anyways, what, and what today, today is lockdown day number 480. You know, there's a diff- different... Accounts uh, depending on when people started counting. That's mine was from the Monday, the 16th of March l- last year. So day number 480. All of a sudden, uh, th- this this concocted emergency is over, Jason, for Coloradoans. Yeah, there's always going to be an emergency coming, right? There's uh, there's uh, 
you know, 9-11, you know, let's, let's, let's blow up our own buildings and save with some terrorists, you know, let's, uh, let's give these, uh, banks, uh, a way of, uh, regulating them, self-regulating, you know, and, and, and let, they let them loan a bunch of money out to people that shouldn't be getting, uh, mortgages that are going to fail these, uh, you know these these mortgages where uh, after a year goes by, suddenly the interest rates go up and the, the payment goes up, and it, it just eradicates these people that can barely pay the rent. Anyways, you, you get them to buy a house, and then you have the housing uh, the housing crisis, you know, and, and and millions and millions of people being kicked out of their homes because they didn't <clears throat> they didn't either have the <clears throat> excuse me ability or the financial uh, means to buy a house. But hey, this is a great way to just. Uh, Pull all of that time and money in straight into one direction, uh, Brian, which is straight up. And uh, if, if if you've lived any uh, any length of time, if you're in your uh, late 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, and older, you've seen the uh, standard of living in this country just drop, drop, drop. It's just you know it's it's not straight down. It's not like a market crash. It's it's uh, stair stepping down, right, Brian? And and uh, everything that's going on, these, these, these emergencies that keep happening, I believe we're going to start seeing these more frequently, maybe less severe, but more regular. And uh, you know, the emergency is over, Brian. I, you know, how long? A couple of months, right? Well, and uh, looking at the, the, the headlines, it uh, looks like there's a reason to be concerned if you're back in New York City flooding today, jet skis down the streets, <laughs> rain, heavy rain continues from uh, Tropical Storm Elsa, so... Yeah, it ne- never fails these, uh, uh, you know, crisis theater uh, when it's generated. And then and then we've got the natural events happening just to kind of keep keep everybody on our, you know, kick back on our heels. Uh, keeps us guessing. But uh, you longtime customers and listeners of the Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, I think, know better. Well, and, and, you know, it's, it's funny, Brian. So when uh, back back when 9-11 happened in 2001, and this may sound a little... Uh, I don't know, unsympathetic, I guess. But I mean, I'm here in Colorado, and back then I was delivering pizzas. That's what I did for a long time. I paid all my bills delivering pizzas. I actually bought my first house as a pizza driver. I was one of those guys you weren't supposed to give a loan to. And when 9/11 happened, you know, it was it was a big emergency. It was on every channel. Everybody was scared. Oh my God! Is they're, they're gonna they're gonna blow up things in Colorado? What what are all the you know? And this fear cycle that hit in. So it's a lot like coronavirus. Oh hey, there's this pandemic. It's gonna kill everyone. Oh you know, twenty four hour news. Fear, fear. The, the fear drum is being beaten, beaten, beaten. So that on the backside, because fear always brings in control. You, you beat the fear Don't drum about the- and you gain control. You're right. That's right. Don't forget about the Model States Health Emergency Powers Act that, kind of like the Patriot Act, was sitting there just, you know, crafted waiting, just for the waiting. right nick of time to be presented for the states to be able to, to, to take that and, and, and base uh, a, a tyranny or a slow-creeping tyranny and give it a few steps forward. And the, and the, and the Patriot Act was, was well-geared for what's getting ready to happen here in this country. And when I say that's unsympathetic, when, uh, when, when, when that happened, 9-11... And I was watching everybody freaking out around me, and and, and uh, I was just looking. Around. I was like, "Well, I don't know anybody in New York. How does this really bother me?" As like, as like, uh, they're already saying it was a, a bunch of guys in caves that planned it. I don't think they're going to be able to get away with it again. Because at the time, I actually believed the news stories that it was a bunch of terrorists that did the whole thing. And uh, 
I was just sitting there well, saying, Jason, saying what, what, how does this affect Jason. me, Brian? If, I think if everybody would ask this question, how does this really affect me? Yeah, a lot of people died. It was a bad thing. But I'm in Colorado. I need to take care of me here in Colorado, right, Brian? Well, it, it doesn't help when we have uh, you know big names like you know before before uh, you know an hour before Joe show starts. We've got Brian Kilmeade, Fox Fox News guy, and he's there just reinforcing the same story. And for all I know, he believes it. You know, yep. as far as uh, a, a, a trainees, right? Flight flight school trainees, um, just just keep keeping it keeping it moving along. And again, he may believe it, or maybe that's part of his paycheck. Maybe he's uh, maybe he has an incentive to to keep it going along. Yeah, I mean, we do our 9-11 show every year. Uh, this year's, you know, we're coming up on it, the 20th anniversary, so there'll be a whole lot of extra bells and whistles around that. But it's interesting, Brian, that the, a lot of the witness, first-hand witness testimonies right in New York when that happened, uh, a lot of the, the video that was shot, they, they don't really, yeah, you, don't really, you don't really see that stuff anymore, do you? Nope, nope. The Pentagon, you know, all the video cameras, the high surveillance around the Pentagon, uh, never mind that that wing, you know, that just all the supposed coincidences we're not supposed to think have anything to do with the other, right? The the $2.3 trillion that Rumsfeld stood at the podium a couple days before. And no, the day, the day before. The day before he had a speech the day before, and I thought it was $4 trillion, but yeah, you, you, Brian, you reminded me of this. I think it was the day before he had a speech about how they, uh, they, were, they were missing those trillions of dollars, and then 9-11 is the next trillions. day. Multiple trillions. Multiple trillions. Well, not only that, but that particular wing of the Pentagon is where they were supposedly researching it, trying to figure out where it went. And also the Pentagon's record-keeping uh, department in New York City, that was in Building 7, the third building that nobody talks about. That, that building went down. It didn't get hit by a plane. <laughs> but that had a lot to do with the, the Pentagon records-keeping was in that building. But we're not supposed to connect the dots. We're just supposed to kind of kind of wander around like lemmings, right? That's at least that's what they would have us do. The uh, uh, you know the the, the the politics, the politicians, and the uh, the mainstream media. Uh, again, we, we I think we're probably saying things that the majority of you listeners already know and already get. And sorry for dra- dra- dragging up bad bad uh, has to be bad brought up. Of, has to be brought up regularly. Yeah, keep, well, in the case of uh, two thousand eight hundred people uh, perishing on that day, the the, the fine first responders. Uh, I, I think so too. I don't think I think it does, does them a disservice to to kind of brush it aside. Yeah, I think if their family if their families were listening, that. Brian, if their families were listening, I'm sure they have no problem with us bringing it up regularly. Yeah. Well, and then adding to that, you know, that talking about the death toll, uh, never mind. You know, wh- wh- wherever you stand on the issue of abortion, uh, two to three thousand babies every day in the United States. We're talking at that same death count in New York City on 9/11 every day on average in this country. So I don't know, getting on a soapbox now. No, that's fine. And what we were talking about coming in, Brian, was emergencies. You know, you, you brought it in. Jared, uh, Jared Polis says in here in Colorado, the emergency is over. And I, and I just said simply, well, tell when. There's going to be another one. Uh, if, if you're trying to, if you're listening new uh, or, or, or don't understand what, what we're getting at is they have to have these emergencies so that the banking system that's in place doesn't have fingers pointed at them. Markets are going to crash and go up and then crash and go up, you know, boom and bust cycles because this is the control they have over us. So to continue that control, they have to have fear in the news cycle. This is why they own the five big media companies that tell you everything that is false and and completely bogus so that you just follow their storyline and just shut up, put a mask on, get a vaccination, go home. 
and uh, there'll be another one, Brian. There'll be another emergency coming because uh, we're going to read uh, this was the article you brought up. Uh, the expansion of the housing bubble too is clearly visible on these two charts. I may have you start reading into this, but it last year, not last year, two years, two years ago, we had talked about this. I think earlier in the week, we were uh, Brian and I and Joe. We, we Brian and I bought into this company because we knew that the next emergency was coming. I knew it. I knew. I didn't know coronavirus was there going to be their emergency they concocted. But I knew Corona, you know, that, that there was going to be another emergency coming and there was going to be a, a crash in the markets and that was going to be good for gold and silver. So I, 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 as soon as Joe came on the air and said he wanted to partner Colorado, I just signed up. I, I, you know, I just gave him everything I got. I wanted to buy into this opportunity. And sure enough, that emergency transpired. I'm saying right now we're kind of in the same spot as 2019 when we had information about the repo markets. China and Japan started selling treasuries in December and boom, coronavirus was, was all over China. And then uh, January, February was all over America. And then we had our shutdown here in Colorado on uh, March 13th is when uh, Trump signed the paperwork saying it's, it's, an, it's an official uh, emergency for the entire nation. And then the, govern, the governors of these states just started opening their checkbooks and, and getting a whole bunch of stuff paid for. Free money. Know, backside money that you don't really hear about. Oh, it's here to help coronavirus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, California just admitted they're going to take a bunch of that emergency money and and pay for these uh, these delinquent rents and uh, mortgages they haven't been paying for twelve months and fourteen months sixteen months Brian that's what it's all economics it really is and and when you buy an ounce of gold from Patriot Trading Group what you're essentially doing that that that's no small little thing you're doing you're you're taking the the, the bigness of this world and this all these emergencies out there and you're saying you know what. I need to take care of my little corner of the world. I can use myself as buying gold as an example to other people that don't understand buying gold and silver. And when things move further into uh, the future, the people that don't buy gold are freaked out and fearful. And you're sitting there feeling very calm and, and more responsive to what's what's going on around you. And you're not going to have that fear as much when you take care of your financial house, Brian. That's right. I mean, gold and silver... It's biblical. It's ancient. Thousands of years. Uh, I forget. Some somebody said the other day. Uh, unlike what the, unlike what governments can create out of nothing with with uh, with currency, uh, only God can create gold and silver. I think that's a very appropriate thing to remember. Start into this housing bubble too. I mean, we, we know that there's going to be some turbulence in the housing markets. It, it, it looks, and, and I think after Brian reads some of this, I'll, I'll give you my point of view what I think is going to happen, but. Uh, the St. Louis Federal Reserve, Brian. Do you have it up? Yeah, you're talking about the housing bubble. Yeah, read, yeah. read, read the first few paragraphs of that because I think this is this speaks very much as to as to what's really going on. Yeah, and this is coming off of uh, InvestmentWatchBlog.com, July eighth article. All debt-fueled speculative bubbles pop, even as cheerleaders claim otherwise. The expansion of housing bubble number two is clearly visible in these two charts of house valuations, courtesy of the St. Louis Federal Reserve database known as Fred. This first is the Case-Shiller Index, which, as you recall, tracks the price of homes on an apples-to-apples basis. In other words, it tracks price movements for the same house over time. Now that this is an index chart uh, where the index is set at 100 as of January 2000, it's not a chart of median housing prices. The second chart is also a housing price uh, index chart, courtesy of the U.S. Federal Housing Finance Agency, uh, the red line marks where the house prices would be if they had tracked the consumer price index. In other words, inflation is measured by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. 
You'll notice that the last time the Case-Shiller Index touched this baseline was 1998, almost a quarter century ago. On the FHFA Index, it hasn't touched it since the mid-70s, uh, 45 years ago. And I'm looking You'll at that notice, chart. Well, I'm looking at that chart. Yeah, you, you, your listeners may not <laughs> notice, not unless you open the article, but uh, if you were looking at the article in the charts, uh, housing would, would have to drop by 40% to touch the baseline. Yes, this is officially impossible because the Fed has our back in every bubble, and housing never goes down because the demand is forever rising. Let me, let me, Brian. Let me cut in. Let me, let me let the radio listeners know what we're looking at. So there's this chart of of you know the index showing housing, housing, and it, there's a red line showing how it generally goes up with the inflation, basically. It's kind of a not a 45 degree line, but you know a little less than that. It just it just treads upwards, and what it's showing is the blue line of what's actually happening, and uh, it goes a little above the red red line, a little below it, bouncing around, and then right at around 2007, it goes skyrocketing way above the red line, and then crashes all the way back down. Well, guess where that little blue line is? It's way way doubly higher above that red line right now. What's going to happen on the crash? Second half of the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, National Sugar Cookie Day. Don't ask me who makes these up, Jason. <laughs> I think sometimes rightly so questions. What in the world? Which which lobby? And boy, the sugar lobby seems to have their fingers in uh, many of these supposed national days. Yeah, there's always somebody paying a little bit of money for that advertising little bit, right? <laughs> there's, there's also Nunavut. Nunavut Day, which is supposedly a, f- a federal thing, but I, I don't know if that's a Canadian, maybe a Canadian or Alaskan uh, native holiday, but uh, I don't know. I've ne- <laughs> don't ask me. I've never heard of it, so Some, yeah. somebody out there, I'm well, how sure. About this one? Yeah, how, how about this headline? Listeners, Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, made nearly $6 bucks on Alphabet stock and placed bets to make more cash on Amazon and Apple as the house moves to break companies up. And, Jason, you've talked before about uh, uh, was it Standard Oil and the supposed uh, uh, monopoly protections put in play, or, or that were enacted, uh, that it just – he had his clever ways around it. I don't know if that's a, a lawyer thing or, or how he managed to do that, but the breaking up of Standard Oil did not break up uh, the wealth of that family. Yep. There's people outside taking pictures of the radio station. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. So you, hopefully, you, hopefully fans. You guys in Arizona, you know, we're in an old building. There's nothing really remarkable about this building. There's no it reason. Is there is no reason right? to, to take photographs of this station unless there's uh, – <laughs> we're all conspiracy guys Special. here. We, we, we question why anybody would take pictures of this station. But I, I couldn't get up and just go look at the guy. He just snapped a few photos and then just took off running down the street. <laughs> Yikes. I don't oh, know. Boy. Unless he took a picture of an asteroid headed towards the building. Hopefully that's not what he was taking a picture of. I mean, he was on the other side of the street, and then there's a couple of guys with clipboards just standing around on the corner. What? Yeah. Man, the, the bizarre Great. stuff. What, so if, if you don't know 1360 KHNC, there's a long history of, of uh, I don't know if it's, I, don't, I wouldn't call it anti-government, but uh, strong opposition to government and, and the, the decisions they make. And uh, the bigger the, and, just, and more successful just, this radio just, station gets, I think the more more opposition. Right, Brian? Yeah, and it's really, it's, it's calling out the monkey business. Calling out the monkey business and the crooks that would rather keep their face hidden and their antics uh, shielded from the general public. Exactly. 
uh, there's this line chart that we were doing because I wanted to finish just a little bit more on this, Brian. What, what do you think of this line chart? Look at that because one is the one is the control and the other one's the uh, the, the data. And you look at the data uh, at 2007 and look at what happened, right? And now look where yeah, that blue look at that blue line is, Brian. It's it's I would say two to two and a half times higher off that red line than it was in 2007. Yeah, and that chart, it's it's bounded on the, the x-axis, the left and right side, 1987 uh, on the left side, and then up to 20, well, we're at now, 2021. Or yep. Actually, it's not fully into 2021. It's just a little past 2020. But, yeah, the uh, the housing bubble, number one, uh, tracking pretty closely to that, that red line, the CPI, uh, well, up until 2000, what, ni- 2000 or ni- 1999? Yep. Shoots up, comes comes back down. Two thousand seven, that housing bubble comes back down close, almost touches the CPI control line in red, and then man, it just takes off and skyrockets. Correct. And the, and the, that's about two thousand twelve. I'm looking, Jerry. It looks like that that where it comes all the way back down is about two thousand twelve. It looks like maybe two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. But Brian, what right. I wanted to, what you to notice is because uh, obviously two thousand seven, it comes way off that red line. It's way you know. Obviously, we had the massive crash, and then it come you know then and it came down with all the quantitative easing. But look, if you look at where the red line is to two thousand seven. And then the red line to the left side of, the, of where it's at now, there you see that you see that yellow band right there. Look at just that 2020, that last year. Look at where that line goes just in the last year. Look at look at how it just. I mean, it's almost the same as 2007. Now it's like not. It's not even close to 2007. You know, just that last year, 2020, right? Dang. You see that line? It goes. It's it's almost it's almost it's almost vertical. Look at it, mm. straight up. <laughs> You know, and we've talked about the, the M1 money supply. If you haven't heard this, uh, the M1 money supply uh, before 2007 was uh, below 2,000 billions of dollars, the actual money that's in, actually in circulation. And then by the 2007-2008 housing debacle, it crossed over that 2,000 billions of dollars in supply because of quantitative easing. and started moving towards the 3,000 billions in circulation. Um, bad news is, the bad news is, Brian, as it was heading... Towards 2020, it was getting kind of getting kind of close to the 4,000 billions since 2007, but not not quite there. In 2020 to today, just one year, what year and a half? It's at 18,000 billions of dollars in circulation. Four and a half to five times more money in one year, Brian. And that's what this chart is showing us right here. Look at that line go straight up. It's it's showing us the same thing. Where, where, where's our uh, Toy Story sound effect from Buzz Lightyear? To infinity and beyond. That's that's, that's what it looks like. It's, that's the money. Headed. That's the money printing. Uh, uh, I think that's their motto, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> money printing to infinity and beyond. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, especially for uh, people that have it big in the stock market, or if you're sitting on a bunch of cash. Yeah, that that that's not a good place to be. If you got an uneasy feeling, there's a reason for you having an uneasy feeling about it. Right, and and that's why uh, when Brian brought this uh, article up, I wanted to get into it because, I mean, just look at the you look at this chart, you look at the M one money supply, and uh, you know, we read this article. It says nice, but when you turn an asset class into a, a casino of speculators and financiers playing with Fed spewed free money, you're not dealing with shelter. You're you're dealing with gambling chips. You'll notice the Federal Reserve's massive manipulation, uh, oops, intervention in response to the Asian contagion of 98-97, uh, 97-98, began inflating an, an unprecedented, uh, unprecedented bubble in the housing that rose to spectacular heights on the back of Fed policies. 
You may recall that $300 billion of designed to default subprime mortgage pools almost took uh, took down America's entire financial system. And with that teetering, the entire global financial system, $100 trillion at a time. Now, Brian, you, you brought up another article, One Tax, One World, One Tyranny, which is suggesting that uh, 130 out of 139 countries in this, this little globalist cabal that they put together agree that there should be a minimum of 15% corporate tax across the entire world. You know, they're, they're going to suck the assets and the, and the value and the money and your time out of your pockets and a worldwide scale, Brian, uh, faster than you, than you than we think. I think by 2030, there's going to be it's going to be it's. I think we're already in checkmate, Brian. But I'd rather be uh, like I said, I, we're all ants, and the boots coming down. I'd rather be the ant that's looking up at the boot and get out of the way at least. That's what gold and silver does for me. And 15 percent corporate tax. The corporate tax should be zero. Anytime you hear corporate tax, all you have to do is think, how much more are you going to pay? Because they, they're, they're going to pass all that. They're going to pass all that money on to. Uh, to that cost onto us, okay? That all that money is going to go onto us. We're going to have to pay all that. Corporate tax should be zero. There should be a a consumption tax, and then uh, there should be tariffs. Uh, go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. And, and that's the double speak by the politicians. They try they, they they try to push one over on us, saying, "Oh, we're going to tax the corporations and the rich people." Well, yeah, maybe so, but the, the fallacy is that that's where it's going to stop. Coming up on a break, everybody. Stay tuned. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour with guest hosts Brian and Jason. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Your fill-in host, Jason and Brian, today. And just got word of today's special, a four-coin, $20 Liberty set with the years 1877, 78, 79, and 1881 for twenty-one thirty-five dollars apiece times four coming to 8540 for that four coin set again, eighteen seventy seven, eight nine, and eighteen eighty one in uh, twenty dollar liberties for eighty five forty. Call eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two and uh, put your name on that one, right, Jason? Yeah, let me talk about that for a second. Uh, these are essentially the, the same prices we'd be selling any other twenty dollar liberty. Um, lots of guys that I sell these coins to, you know, it, it, it's gold, but it is a minted coin, a U.S. coin. It's always good when you're, you're stacking your gold coins or your silver coins. To, to, it's kind of cool to get different dates and mint marks. Um, so here's a chance to get four ounces of gold. You know, how many times have we said, Brian, recently that uh, get one ounce of gold for every year you're alive and one ounce of gold for every year you've been married? It's sort of a, a good savings. You know, that's a good place to be at for your savings. The target. And uh, this could put you four, four ounces closer, just this one thing. And... Uh, you get four different years. Let me see if I get the years right. 1877, 1878, 1879, and 1881. Is that right, Brian? Correct. The missing years, 1880. Missing years, 1880, which, you know, the, uh, the, there are some dates and mint marks that are a little harder to get, uh, that, that being partially one of those. But here it is. You can get four different dates. Uh, you're going to get four ounces of gold anyways. Why not Why not cash in on something like this? What did you say, Brian? 8,540, 8, is that right? Correct. 8540 for the four. Call the number 800-951-0592. That number again is 800-951-0592. Patriot Trading Group has been doing it for a couple of decades, a little longer than a couple of decades. The radio shows have been on here in Colorado, I think, is it 20 years, over 20 years, Brian, that, that the, the Patriot Trading Group's been here, right? I think you're right. I think about that, yeah. Yep, so... 
uh, you know, uh, it's it's always good to deal with a local company. I I always try to. to I, I guess for me, I just rather deal with a face, a person, than dealing with. Uh, well, I guess what is it, Brian? You, you call someone on the phone nowadays, and there's a robot answering with pre-scripted responses, and then uh, when something goes wrong or something is not. Uh, That's just it. Yeah, it, it's it's yep. yeah. Uh, customer service is a thing of the past, but here at the Patriot Trading Group. Uh, and we get people that, you know, that we get situations that are not the best. Something shit takes longer to ship or an item wasn't exactly the right one. or So there, there are, you know, just like any business, there are problems that we have. A customer doesn't get completely what they want or they're not completely satisfied. Well, with us, you just call and you actually can talk to the people that run the company. You know, the the office ladies there in Arizona will, will handle it just fine. If, if Joe or myself has to get involved, we'll, we'll talk to you and we always make sure that to fix the situation and make it good for the customer. And uh, it's uh, a lost art, you know. Brian's kind of like, uh, what is this? People like they buy the uh, they buy uh, Ming Dynasty uh, vases and furniture or whatnot. You know what I mean? It's like they don't make it that way anymore, do they? Yeah, with the businesses that are personally handling it, it's uh, it's it's just not that way anymore, is it? Well, I, I would say. From the from from everything horrible coming out of political correctness, we still adhere to the original definition of what customer service is, as opposed to what the word service has been turned into, like so many other words. And I like to, you know, coming from the agricultural uh, community, I prefer to think of what uh, most people have turned, most places have turned service. Uh, the federal government, I guess, set a good model for them, like the IRS or the Postal Service. All these service providing companies uh, seem to have transition to the word service is what you do uh when it comes to cattle breeding and i'm just gonna i'm gonna stop right stop right there because that's that's it seems like what things have been turned into but patriot for 25 years has adhered to the old original definition of what customer service is really all about that's right that's right and you brought up the irs there for a moment we're going into the break we were talking a little bit about uh we got this uh they got this whole global system we need to put in place and everyone needs to agree to a 15 percent minimum corporate tax and you brought this story up right and man if you uh man how how people just absorb this and just uh accept it as reality hey oh well yeah those corporations we need to tax those guys i'll say right now we're a small business and all expenses are are considered when it comes to pricing our products you know when you buy that ounce of gold there's a premium well because when we buy it from someone that business has premiums or, the, or that independent person they have they have their business expenses you know everybody has their business expenses when they go to sell a product they can't buy it for 100 bucks and sell it to you for 95 it doesn't work that way now i know i know the government and some of these big companies they they actually you know facebook and some of these big these big tech companies that don't turn a profit but they continue to work on and on it you know, they, hey, they we're at a 100 million dollar loss this year but their stock's gone up uh, that that's the fakeness of yeah. this system. That's because subsidies, yeah. taxpayer money, is is fixing that. But but that aside, the average business, Brian, we have expenses. You build that into the price, and then you sell it for a price. That's that that makes it so that Brian can feed his family, Joe can feed his family, and then Jason can feed his family. That's that's just the way it works. Um, when you add a fifteen percent corporate tax, like it's being uh, suggested, corporate taxes should be zero. There should be no corporate tax. All they're basically saying is. You, the person purchasing whatever it is, you are going to pay 15% more. Mm-hmm. It's a hidden tax on the consumer, the person who actually consumes the item and actually uses it. 
There should be no corporate tax. And then let the corporations uh, price that item uh, accordingly. And then local, you know, local, locales, the states, the cities, let them put a consumption tax on it. Because then I can decide, well, I don't really want to live here in California anymore. There's a 25% consumption tax here. So these corporate taxes, they just kind of hide how bad these liberal states are, are, are really, really giving it to their citizens. You know, that's why people move to Wyoming, Brian, is to, to escape all that extra percent. That that percent, 15%, it's a lot more severe than it sounds, Brian. Oh, it sure is. And, and if, again, don't, expecting the politicians to tell us the full story, well, you know, they also got bridges to sell us, right? But you're right, passing it on down the line to the food chain, to, to us, the consumer. Uh, but the politicians won't tell you that, will they? One more segment on a Friday, Jack Daniels Friday. Hey, Tune in to 1360KHNC.com. Uh, we got Fake News Friday coming later uh, later this, uh, this day if you uh, enjoy something a little more fun. We'll be right back. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. Co-host Jason and Brian here filling in for Boss Man Joe. Thanks for sticking with us. Again, today's special, that four-coin U.S. $20 Liberty gold coin set uh, containing years 1877, 8 to 9, and 1881 for $8,540. That comes to $2,135 for each of those four in that set. Call us toll-free, 800-951-0592, and get yourself that much closer uh, to your goal, your target of, uh, of holding real, real, uh, real money. And by the way, if you're one of those guys out there that uh, you don't have eighty, eighty five hundred dollars just laying around, that's that's not what our company does. Uh, we have the metals program, which you can uh, you can be billed uh, as little as a hundred dollars a month as a minimum to get into the metals program. Uh, every every quarter, we give you your three hundred dollars worth of metals. Uh, that aside, if you don't do the metals program, you want you want a couple ounces of silver, just call the number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Set up an appointment. Buy buy a roll of silver dimes. You know, I think 120 bucks, something like that. That price range is where we're at on the website, allamericangold.com. You can go there and check the prices out. Uh, you know, don't think that you need to buy a $2,000 gold coin to get started into something like this. A little bit at a time, just a little bit at a time. We have a we have a couple of prep, prepping type shows that come on, uh, and, and I, I'm looking at Glenn Tate a little bit because <laughs> we have the we have this system that uh, uh, that uh, shows our some of our uh, hosts and. Uh, yeah, he's got prepping 2.0 on the weekend, and he'll tell you just as much as anybody else. Hey, if you got ten thousand dollars, you want to start prepping. You, you know, get the get those supplies and put them together. But if you only got a few hundred dollars, you can start with a few hundred dollars, right, Brian? And then and you, and you slowly build you build what you need for the future. And financial prepping that's gold and silver. That's just that, that that's your savings. Gold and silver. We'll do the hundred dollar silver guy, or we'll do the eighty five hundred dollar gold guy today. You got to call eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Don't always think that uh, you have to have thousands and thousands of dollars to buy into into what we do here, Brian. We've we've got smaller means for for people that have smaller uh, abilities. Yeah, that's right. Not not everybody's a high roller. I, I'm not. I'm not definitely not a high roller. Uh, everybody's at different stages of of getting this figured out. And uh, even if you're looking for something particular, uh, definitely call us. You got questions about the metals plan? Uh, happy to take your phone calls. Uh, please do call us 800-951-0592. And we had touched earlier in the show about some of these guys that have been buying shows on the weekends, Brian. The uh, uh, I have like a spot or maybe two spots available to do live uh, local from basically our 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. schedules where we have Rick Rodriguez, our board operator, the open forum Thursday guy. Uh, he comes in and uh, he helps pay for his show. He has a three-hour now starting 
starting uh, Sunday, he has a three-hour ministry from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. That's how he gets his, his, his hours paid for. Is he comes in, does a little uh, side work for us. And uh, those spots mm-hmm. for a live local to have, have a board operator, have call-ins, uh, those spots are essentially sold out. Once we get those last two spots sold out, then it's uh, supply and demand. Uh, then we, we start a waiting list. We want you to keep calling in, trying to do shows here on the, on the radio station, but the prices will go up once the spots are filled. Uh, we have some spots in the nighttime and the early morning if you want to do a pre-recorded show where you send us the show and then we put it on the air. Uh, those are still, still some spots that are available. But to, uh, listen to these weekend shows. Uh, Glenn Tate, like I said, he's on uh, on Saturday. Uh, he, he's, a, he's our open forum on Friday. Uh, he's coming up next. If you want to go to 1360khnc.com if you're in Arizona, that's 1360khnc.com. Stream him in. Listen to the open forum. Right, Brian? That's right, and uh, if, if you've been hearing some of our streaming issues, we think we've got a solid handle on it. 